This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. We're back again. Here it's we your are, best friend, it's Unji and Peter. Welcome back to the Ajima Show. Uh, this is your host, Peter Kim. And this is your other host, Unji Kim. We're meeting on a Tuesday. This we're uh, The recording's getting pushed back and back and back. We're going to get right into it. But right now, it's time for Kick-Ass Koreans. Yeah. I'm really excited to talk about Kick-Ass Koreans this week. Ooh. And we're going right into it. Get into because it. Because her name, okay, director and writer Iris Shim. Oh. Okay, she um, directed a documentary called The House of Sa. Yes. I knew nothing about this, but it, it's a chilling murder. Yes. Um, Illinois. There was a bitty. Yeah, there, yeah. There was a fiance, sister's fiance. Um, and, and I'm so excited to see it because I only I found out about it because she's coming out with something. Um, that I sent to you recently mm-hmm. on our uh, just via text um, is the thriller Oma. Yeah. With Sandra O. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I saw the trailer and I'm so fucking excited. It looks so scary and so Korean. Like from the like, Shinbar, the Kongu Shinbar. Yeah. All the way to like, you know, uh, the, the kind of like, Hanbok. That she wears, yeah. you know, if it, it, it feels very creepy, in a, a amazing Korean American way, I'm so excited for this. Irish Shim, also writer director of Oma, um, yeah, I'm, let's give it up for her and yes. let's go watch the movies. Get the numbers up. I mean, also the documentary and like the man. It's like it happened in Bucktown. Um, oh my god yeah it's like it's one of those like kind of chilling tales um strangely enough one of my nannies uh was getting her master's in criminal justice and met him whoa yes he the killer? is yes <gasps> what is she alive um she is alive okay she is god. out i believe her brother however remains in jail And it's like one of those stories, like if you want to do a deep dive and if you're into uh, true crime, it is a chilling tale about like manipulation and love and first generation-ness. And then add on top of that, the Midwestern of it all. I know a story (laughs) similar to this. My friend, I'm not going to say his name. He grew up with this kid who's... um, older brother like lost it mm-hmm. and came back oh no not older brother sorry his older brother and sister were killed by their como <gasps> yeah came back and murdered all the kids except for one and this is why we talk about mental health on the <laughs> <laughs> Because it, I'm saying like this shit happened. It this happens. Is a, like, this happened in Pennsylvania in like Philly suburbs. Yes. So this is like a you know 
Shit is fucked up. It's fucked up. In our up. community. So and we need to talk about we it. We need to talk about it. We, and also, it, there is no other community that is ripe for vengeance murders. Oh, my God. We vengeance love it. We base our Hollywood on it. Vengeance, our stories. Vengeance-fueled murders. Mm-hmm. Then what would what, what Korean Americans got? Like, it's built in. That's We're kind brand. of like programmed for it. We yeah. arrive out of the womb ready. Yeah, we're ready to. We're angry at mom. <laughs> oh, ma! <laughs> so, uh, uh, go check out Irish Shim's newest project, um, uh, in theaters now. Oh my god, I have such a good story for this. Okay, so my guess Korean is mm-hmm. um, so it's a fictional character. So DC Universe is introducing a new Asian American superhero. Mm. Exciting. Um, it is under the title uh, Earth M, and it's from writer Greg Pak and Koi Pham and uh, an inker Scott Hanna. So these are all like Asian people. And it's about a six issue limited series featuring two lovers, doctors uh. Kelly Vu and David Kim, who have scientific Ooh. minds, who have become merged into one single body. Through what? nanotech. Huh? Right. Yes. Man, woman, one body? Two, That's right. Two faces, everything? Two, yes. <gasps> so they work together, they live together, they love together, and they become one. And it become it's like a Southeast Asian looking Korean person slash Southeast Asian person. Like it's very Can exciting. they give us a goddamn superhero, a full one? Why we gotta fucking cram two into one body? This is like they expect an Asian sale from us. <laughs> Can we get our own superhero? I mean, this is cool for this person, but like, I, am I the only one angry about this? Why? Why are they cramming these two people? But it was exciting about it. His fam was saying so. Quote. Casting these characters, it was a Vietnamese and a Korean American. Vietnamese American. Oh, it's a movie. It's a six-part. Like it's actually it, going to be series? in print. Yeah. So it's oh. a Vietnamese and a Korean American, but it was a great opportunity for reinventing in the image of what we would like. One of the things I really wanted to do, and Greek and Greg was completely on board with it, was depicting a dark-skinned Asian, and that's a not very frequent in comics. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's kind of an issue in Asian culture, so we made Kelly darker, fam said. End quote. Oh, that's awesome. It's awesome. Right. And so, and the thing is... Take that that, perfect K-pop, boys. Thank you. And that's the thing that exists inside of Korean-Americanness and Japanese-American, like this East Asian idea that we are the population that intermixes the least. Asian and uh, Korean yeah. and Japanese. We are the ones that are least likely to marry other Asian people. We're very um, pure blood, you know. Driven. Kind of, yeah, we're, we're, we're problematic in that way. Problematic. And so yeah. having this. Well, you and I are really doing a good job kind of bucking against the system. You with marrying a Russian Jew and me being gay. <laughs> That's how I contribute. We're just trying to do our best. Trying to mix it up. And so (laughs) (laughs) this like fictional character that is basically non-binary. Yeah. Like the 
Dual gendered. Two gendered, yeah. And so, yeah. like, the images of them are with a six pack, thong. Uh huh. And, and, and they're go- gorgeous. They are no gender of both genders. But two faces? No, one face. Oh, it's one face. Okay, that I can deal with. Yeah. I thought one it face. was. Okay, one face. I'm. Whoa, that's awesome. I love that. Okay. That's great. Very exciting. So, oh, that's really exciting. What's the name of the hero? Um, Earth M. Earth M. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean, check it out. All right. Let's see what it's All like. Right. Go for it. Go for it. You guys, that's our kick-ass Koreans. Key! Yeah! I'm going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. I got to tell you. Okay. It's Tuesday, mm-hmm. 9.14 p.m. Too late. It's 11.15 I'm, for me. Yeah, I don't know how you're up. I've been up a long time. Same. This has been a long day for me. You're still in makeup. I'm still in makeup, yeah. I just came been, straight from what, a show. You've been shooting. No, I just came from a show. Oh, you just did a show. Okay, so you were shooting earlier. Your yes. pilot... Your pilot. Yes. Tell us about this. What's going on? Um, I was shooting this past week my pilot, uh, my reality show thing. Um, I have people in Chicago that are supportive, and I have been making it. It's been incredible. Um, I know. It's, it's one of those things where personally – the I mean, as listeners of the podcast, you understand that like I Unji Kim has always wanted to be ninth on a call sheet. I want to be someone that comes in and snipers and is only asked to be the funniest person. And uh that's all I do. And I also want to be someone that like um is almost interrupting the action so that I can be funny. I want to steal focus. I'm I'm always stealing. I'm trying to yeah. steal things from the larger idea. Yeah. With this being self-made, self-promoted, and like mm-hmm. me being at the center of it was an entirely different responsibility. You're stealing from yourself. Yes. <laughs> that feels bad. <laughs> <laughs> meh, meh. Yeah. And, it, and also, I didn't, I don't know what it's like to have that sort of responsibility on myself, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, this expectation where I'm at the center, different hat. Yeah. Di- like very different hat. And did you, did you enjoy it? I did. Okay. Um, what was remarkable is, so like we did an entire day of shooting, we did an entire day of prep, and then we did this sort of like freely wheeling thing where we did it at a restaurant with a chef, a, a bonafide chef. Could you like set up what's going on for the listener like what are you shooting i'm shooting a cooking pilot where i help people very uh, very specifically people that are like ill-equipped to Mm -hmm. shop and cook for themselves during the week so i do a pantry raid i drag them for being bad and they don't have rice don't have pasta they just have butter 
you know, mm-hmm. and um, I'm just helping people. Yeah. And the thing is, it's a makeover show, mm-hmm. but it's not clothes, it's food. Yeah. And it's okay. not, and it's not a. And do you teach them how to cook? Sort of. Oh, okay. I, the thing is like main thing is you just learn how to cook. I empower people to try their own food. I mean, one of the main things is like mouth taste of home. Like, Mm -hmm. you know this, Peter, every single house has their own, like every amma, every house has their own kimchi recipe, right? Mm -hmm. Every family has their own kimchi recipe and it's based on mouthfeel of that home mm-hmm. some mutt eat mutt that's right mm-hmm. and that's very distinct inside of every home like some households are very bland yeah it's set by whoever's cooking that's right and we don't know that we don't know what it's like to try your own food because we're so like so many people are like tied to making a recipe mm-hmm. or Following a specific diet. Yeah. And it's, so you're you're teaching them how to cook? Taste their own food and cook. cook yeah. And shop for themselves. Okay. Yeah. And so with uh, this with this specific person that we just shot the pilot with, it was just like mm-hmm. she has dairy limitations, time limitations, and budgetary uh, limitations. So we worked around that and built a pantry for her. And yeah, you uh, got her Instacart. I got her Instacart. And I also <laughs> helped her like figure out what a week with a rotisserie chicken would look like. Okay. Like yeah. rice noodle, rice, like whatever. And like mm-hmm. pre-bought things inside the pantry, but also learning how to ferment, mm-hmm. cook an entire eggplant as a single person. Mm. Wow. Not, yes. Yeah. Very necessary lessons. Yes. And it's yeah, also very not, relatable. It's not prescriptive, right? It is very mm. like intuitive. Well, intuitive. Right. Yeah. And and the thing is, like so many times Teach in a bitch sh- to fish. Teach a bitch to fish. Teach a bitch correct. Teach a bitch to cook a whole damn eggplant for herself. And that's the thing, is like a hundred percent. Like there's so many times during this shoot where she kept looking at me like, Do I need to add more salt? Should I doing this? Like and I looked at her and I was like you're the one that has to eat this. Yeah. Figure it out. Taste it. I'm not eating it. Do you yeah. like it? Yeah. What is it? What is it? The you yeah. tell me. And then when we went to uh, the restaurant on the second day of shoot, um, the executive chef literally reiterated everything I had said. We did wow. not prompt this bitch. We did not prompt this bitch. There were so many times where like she kept pointing at me and I kept pointing at him. And it was just like... Did we prompt this motherfucker? We did not. Mm. And I did not talk to him before. That's got to feel good. It felt amazing. Vindication. Vindication. And then we just talk about <laughs> ratio and proportions. I like, love that. Matt. And it's not, it's like a three to one. It's a one to one. Like you yeah. do this, this, this to pickle a thing. Yeah. And it will taste different. And this is the thing. It's like so many things about pickling you like think you need to really follow and it's like if you want something to punch on you've been to houses where you've tried um a specific a specific friend's mom's panchan you know what i'm talking about where it tastes where so off. yeah 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 right uh-huh. like it's so bland. I'm never going back to that house. you're never going back no but that household likes it it like yeah. right like 
It's no. just mouthfeel. And the thing is, like, yeah, your cousins, your cousins uh, have a different. You, you might have the same patriarch, the grandpa, and the same grandma, but you, you know, it. the different households have different imat. Imat. And and the thing is, like, there's a thing inside of English mouthfeel. It's the same thing as imat. Yeah. What's crazier is that I was asking this guy, like, and I was realizing there's no um, English word for bloated noodle. Uh, Pusat, is there, right? Like in pura, Korean. Purata. Yeah. There, in Korean. There's Wait, a, there isn't? Think about it. A Whoa. bloated noodle. There's no word for that. Whoa. Overcooked. P- overcooked. Yeah. But that's it. But there's like a specific word that we and Asian people use very specifically for noodles. For noodles. Yeah. When noodles are overcooked. When noodles specifically are fucking overcooked. Yeah. It's not a charred overcooked. It's not a dried overcooked. It's a bloated. That bitch is retaining Retain water. Retaining too much water. That's a high sodium diet hoe out in these water streets. <laughs> And like, and that's like the relationship that Asian people have to food. Mm-hmm. And so that's what this um, specific pilot is about. It's about, and the thing is, I'm trying to find a medium between, especially with uh, like people of our generation, between grandmothers, your like what your grandmother made with one bone, trying to cook a stew. Because she had one bone. You know what I mean? Like she had to cook a stew for eight hours because she had one bone. You know what I mean? Like it's like in the, that bone she shared with she shared with the village. Like and like you need to draw all the flavor you could out oh, of that yeah. bone. That's what that series a couple of weeks ago that, that I shouted out here. The Rhapsody in Beef. <clears throat> and whole part of that was Correct. about that. Like that hagwar kudya, right? Your kudya does hagwar for like hours and hours and hours. That's what selang tang is. Yeah, you're fucking getting all that boiled marrow That's and right. bone goodness out of it, and then you like cl- make it clear by yes. straining it and then fucking boiling it again. Because you got one bone. Beca- That's it. You have to keep doing it <laughs> over and over and over, and that's a leg bone, but it's one bone. So, so that's where you're teaching them bone, uh, so bone cooking, so, one bone cook. I'm trying to so, along that spectrum between eight hours of making a solong tang mm-hmm. and lean cuisine. Okay, there's you a lot I, in between. There's a lot in between, <laughs> and no one taught us. Yeah, because absolutely, there, I was, figured it out by myself though. Exactly, but some people don't do it for themselves. They have they other can't. things they do. They, they can't other, do it. They, you can't. They don't, don't have, have the, time. the thing. You don't have the time. You don't have the thing. And this is this is great. You're gonna revolutionize the <laughs> the modern day single. I, I, all I'm trying to do is help people figure it out, and yeah. I'm saying that I don't have answers. Like that, there is no hack. There is no app. It's just figuring it out yeah. on your own. And, and the thing wh- is, what are you providing? Harsh judgment. Thank you. And, <laughs> and screams. It's almost all. The, it's all I have, and a lot of and a lot of tricks along the way. I mean, the, the tips whole, and tricks. The whole point is that I am not an actual chef, but I'm just a lady. Yeah, <laughs> that I was forced into this situation. 
Right. And so you figure it out. I figured it out. You figure it out. And so the thing is like, I'm encouraging people to figure it out and I'm just trying to help them along the way. Like salt a bitch. This is kind of like a life coach situation. Correct. But for the culinary space. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's all it was. And it was like, and it it was so fun and so easy. Like, and the thing is like, cause it's just coming from my own place of truth. There are so many times, like, let me just tell you right now, this is Mm -hmm. what's fun as a, I already did a reality show about food, right? On mm-hmm. a large scale for a major network, a major uh-huh. streaming platform. When's it coming out? Can you tell us? I have no idea. You'll find out oh when I do. Oh my god! Oh my god! But I've done this, right? Like, there's I've a seen crisis it. in Ukraine. I need to I watch know. something good. <laughs> I've seen it, but like truly watching a You've small. You've seen it? No, no. I mean, like I've seen oh. what it was like to be oh, on that to be set on a like big that. Scale. Yeah, yes, yeah. to see that set, and then to watch on the smaller scale a crew loving my pickles. The bowl that I made <laughs> being passed around mm-hmm. and everyone nodding their heads and being like, this is good. This is good. You felt what Rachel Ray once felt. That's right. That's right. And I was nervous about it because I because w- we didn't have a food stylist on set. Like it didn't. Mm. I wasn't sure if it would look good on camera. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that needs to happen. And <clears throat> for it to look good, for it to taste good. And for the person I was helping to legitimately try something and then later that day text me being like, I am dreaming about that thing. Mm. Amazing. Uh, amazing. And like the of, dream, uh, the dream, like, of course, that it would take uh, like it, it felt wonderful, like watching the crew devour mm. this pickle mm. that I had just like made off the cuff. Oh, that's wonderful. And just being like, this is the three to two. This is the one to three. This is a one to one to one mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of like mouth flavor. I'm talking about like, no, no, no. Like that's like sour, salty, sweet. That's what pickles. Beautiful. That's it. And, and it's crunch. like, that's all you need. That's all you need. And so watching people try something at the beginning and then try it again as a pickle through the day. And then everyone being like having input on it, being like, oh, if I was this person, I would add this, I would add that. And everyone feeling engaged and feeling safe enough to add that sort of input, right? Because that doesn't always happen with most food, especially if it's like a regimented uh, recipe or a thing that's culturally. And all I was saying is like this pickles, that's all you need to do. And everyone feeling confident enough to like want to contribute and be like, oh, I would add more spice to this. I would do this. But at the same time, everyone acknowledging that this tasted good. Felt great. Because yeah. like, it, was, it felt great. That's awesome. I know, I know. <gasps> oh, that's really cool. I, I mean, like, like having the conversation with the actual chef and then also controlling the conversation and being being the like lead creator yeah uh-huh. and everyone kind of looking like does this make sense and me calling yeah. cut on things yeah very it empowering. Felt powerful yes <laughs> are you drunk with that power now and now you have to only do this for the rest <laughs> of your life you can be honest this is the space 
I don't know if I feel drunk with it and I want to only do this, but with this specific idea and this very specific project, this is two years in the making. Wow. You know? That's awesome. It's two yeah. years in the making, watching it happen, and then watching my fellow producer and director looking at me and us looking at each other and being like, yes. This is exactly how we thought it would go. This is exactly how we wanted it to go. Yeah. Was like so exciting. Beautiful. Yeah. It was exciting yeah. as fuck. Like, I hope you guys can eventually see this. Would love for oh me God, to do this with wait. Peter. Um, I would love for this to happen. But if it doesn't, like, I think just as a hosting reel, it would be really exciting. I sure. felt really in control. At the very least, you'll get good sampling. I mean, I. And what is that? That's. And you didn't even pay for it. I did not. Ah! <laughs> That's what's up. That's the name of the game is get someone else to pay. Get someone else there to pay. There are a lot of rich motherfuckers out here. Get someone else to pay. Get someone else to pay. And then having the crew come up to me and be like, I love this. Oh. I would watch this. Oh. I hope this happens. And then oh. more importantly, having people on the crew also come up to be like, I never thought about it this way. Mm. And like the thing about it is like, and you know this, like you cook and eat well. I sure do. And what that requires, and we talk about this all the time on the pod, is that, that it, when you cook and eat well, that means that you're living with intention. Mm. You're staying present. You're staying present. And that's the difference. And like as people for very specifically for me in the Midwest and like as immigrant people, you are so easily cowed by the idea that you will take care of yourself. The idea of self-love is so anathema to you. You're afraid that it's like so LA of an idea. <laughs> and what a horrible life. Yes. And the thing is <laughs> that you can care for yourself. To scorn self-love. Yes. That's wow. Midwest. That's trauma. That's living in trauma constantly. That's winter. Yeah. Babe. <laughs> been telling you you're wearing a fur coat as we do this i mean i don't know what else to say i've been telling you this for years you gotta get <laughs> and you out laughed and laughed and laughed in my face and here you go singing a different tune whistling even it's well, true good for you that's amazing and you deserve it that's awesome i'm really excited i mean so this in a, in conjunction with so this week, um, you know, I, I did I tell you about how my mom called me during my therapy session? Multiple times, yes. Psychotic, right? Mm -hmm. And so, <laughs> like, to have to endure that, and now in this past week, enduring it again, and like, really, she did it again. My mother won't leave me alone because she loves me so much, and so. <laughs> It's like good and bad, right? And so this like relationship that I've cultivated and then with my therapist and like all this stuff where with this past week, achieving this goal mm -hmm. and like having my mom mm -hmm. try to understand that, right? She was supposed to watch my son. Mm -hmm. 
I was gonna be on set, so I told my husband, you need to handle this conversation with my mom. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, no, no. And so my husband was telling her, listen, you wanna pick him up later. We're going to a birthday party. And Anji is um, busy. Mm. I told her that I was busy. Ire, right? Mm -hmm. She called me seven times. I was going on set. And I finally picked up and she started immediately screaming. You know, you know how that feels like love, right? <laughs> when uh, someone immediately starts to yell at you. <laughs> By the way, I got to say, that's not, that's your mom. <laughs> that's not Korean moms. <laughs> that's your mom. Yo, yeah. 100%. Your mom yells. Yells. Yeah. Immediately. Immediately. For no reason. That's a your mom thing. So I didn't realize that. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dragging you. I'm dragging your mom. Yeah. I mean, truly. Like, so I answered and then I'm telling her that like, I'm trying to tell her. I'm trying to tell her. because. But the thing is, when you start, when she starts off hot like that, it's impossible to get a word in edgewise. <laughs> and so she's like asking she's me. She's on 10. She's on 10. Immediately. <laughs> Always. Always. And she was trying to like tell me like, she was like, what's happening with your son? Does it, did he have his birthday party? Cause she heard okay. birthday party from my husband. And instead oh, no. of asking, oh, no. cause she didn't understand what he was saying. Young, young, like, like, right? Like, is that, it your son's birthday? It's soon, but okay. it's not this week, past week. Okay. okay. But she heard the word birthday. Birthday. And she, what? Like, she got paranoid? No. Mona Molasa, right? Mm -hmm. She didn't know what was what. She just assumed that we were talking about his birthday party. And so she right. called me to yell at that I hadn't invited them and wanted to know what was going on. And That's I was crazy. Crazy. <laughs> and I was like, I literally asked my husband to handle this because I am on set mm -hmm. and I'm trying to do something. And she was like, but she didn't want to bother my husband. Right. But she wanted clarify. to bother you. She, but she wanted to bother me. Yeah. And it's like this thing that's like so inherent. <laughs> to You're under duress is what it is. It's like creative work, sort of uh, discrimination, right? Like nothing I'm doing can be important as important as what my husband is doing. Oh, no. It's, he's the man. He's the man. So yeah. it's misogynistic as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like really great that it's all being mixed together in this love soup that my mom is Yum. calling me for as Ugh. i'm standing in front of a crew of 10 that sucks it sucks and so like and then i get off the phone with her and i have to just like kind of laugh off to a crew of 10 of people that have to believe in my vision <laughs> Yeah, that sucks. That, <laughs> that I would not trust you. I'd be like, this bitch doesn't know what she's doing. Doesn't her know mom's what she's screaming doing. at her. She get her mom screaming at her, and she's frazzled yeah. by a yeah. mom. Her, yeah, she sounds weak and old, <laughs> but very full of rage. <laughs> now she's gonna ask us to watch her cook. I mean, like truly, <laughs> it was one of those moments. I wouldn't eat a thing she cooks. Thank no. you. And I was like, that that's why it felt so good to have the affirmation of the crew afterwards. 
Because you were dragged. I was dragged so utterly. And my, it's one of those things where you know that my, I know that my mom wants the best for me, but she doesn't understand what the best is. Right? Like, like when your mom talks to you about like money, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. It's not that like she is actually trying to drag you. She just has no context for what okay looks like in this arena. Sure. You know, like it's a version of reality that she has no understanding of. What? The fact that she, what do you mean? What, what version? The fact that she didn't get invited to this party? No, like what it means to be successful in this realm. Oh, oh. so basically you're saying your mom has no respect for you and your work. No. And she had. (laughs) I feel you on that. Here's why. Now, I don't think my mom doesn't respect it. I think she doesn't really get it. Exactly. They don't understand. I think she respects me enough to. Oh, of course. Like, not, same, oh, same, you know same. what you're yes. doing, you know, yes. right? But yes. like, yeah, she does. She has no idea what it means to do the work that I do. Exactly. Yeah. Because it, like, means, it means you nothing. may make money today. What's it mean for tomorrow? Yeah, it's based on a, a very singular way of looking at money. You know, or a career. Yeah. It's like. It has to be from a corporation that is incorporated in Delaware and it is giving you a W-2 and you get (laughs) bi-weekly checks and then you have a Friday half off and then you have to go to TGIF with them. And (laughs) And you need to really fuck it up to get fired. Yeah. As opposed to this where the expectation is that you have to always be amazing to sustain and or because idea that like for my mom, like my mom, my mom can't believe that anyone would want to see me on television because I am not attractive enough. That's fucked up. I mean, but, <laughs> uh, yes, of course it's fucked up. But it's just like she can't see the culture as it is now because for her, it's still such a racist place. Yeah. She. Like, yeah, she's stuck. She stuck. Like she can't see yeah. that she doesn't understand that like people and also she's coming from it um from the point of view of like a Korean person that like ingests Korean media. Like mm-hmm. no one that looks like us mm-hmm. probably could make it on Korean television. Oh, there's no way. Yeah. I'm not even allowed near a camera. <laughs> in Do Seoul. you know what I mean? Like yeah. you and I, as dark skinned as we are. Yeah, it's just it's unfair that she holds on to those things and makes you feel less worthy. Always. That's not that that sucks. Yeah, I mean, you you know, know, hopefully she'll hopefully you'll never you'll you'll hopefully you and I will both not need our parents to give us what we need. I don't need them now. I mean, <laughs> like, I think it's funny. Like, I was telling my husband this. I was like, I actually think it's extraordinary that I've made it this far, given how little support I've received from anyone I love. 
like, I mean, they, like, no one in my family, and you know this, it's like, no one in my family has believed in me. Mm-hmm. No one in my family has ever endorsed my talent. Mm-hmm. But it's only my singular belief and delusion in myself that has That's propelled That's all it takes, me. babe. That's what That's I mean. All it takes. And it's like, yeah. whenever I meet someone whose family believes in them, I'm like, okay, bitch, like, why aren't you already famous then? Like, <laughs> like you are, you have a turbo jetpack. You have everything you need. Yeah, yeah, you have everything you need. I had to manufacture it. I've had to be an X, Y, Z and delude myself for, you know, yeah. years. But the fact so that- So are you saying that you're, you're sad that you can't, you will never have enough to for your mom to give you the respect that you deserve? I'll never receive it. And I'm not asking for it. I don't need it. It sounds like you do. No. Because she's screaming at you on set in front of your... <laughs> no, she's screaming at me, but it doesn't <laughs> in affect... In front of your crew. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't affect me in a way where like I question it. I, I don't question myself because of what she says. I question myself because of other things I say to myself, which are probably a direct result of what she says to me. Yeah, but, absolutely it is. But but I don't need her. I, I like At the end of the day, I don't really think about needing her validation because I've divorced myself from it, right? Like eventually, the, the that step where you're like, where you're like, oh yeah, of course I need it because of myself um, yeah. my self-reflection about everything and myself, uh, my point of view of myself. But I've divorced it enough where if I can fix myself, I don't need her, mm-hmm. right? Because I've built a infrastructure and a foundation based on me and my belief in myself yeah. mm-hmm. without her. Mm-hmm. So, and the foundation is based on her, so it is damaged. It is fractured. It is deeply um, problematic. But mm-hmm. I've divorced it far, th- far enough where like if I fix myself, I don't need my mom anymore. I don't need that validation. I don't need my parents. I don't need my family. I don't need anybody outside of myself. And it is like, mm-hmm. it's a thing that certainly people that are dependent on themselves so deeply are traumatized mm-hmm. 100%. But I also see it as a gift because that means that I can fix me. Like I can depend on myself to fix this and buttress the foundation. Is this too sad? <laughs> a little. I mean, you brought you brought up the fact that your mom dragged you in front of your people and I said that sucks and you're and basically you're saying it doesn't it doesn't suck. So yeah. it's I, I just want to support in the fact that whatever you need support in, you know what I mean? Like I'm here to support you, but it does sound like to me because I, I empathize with you. I have a mother. She might not scream at me immediately, but (laughs) she makes me feel bad about myself. You know, this is like part of the course. Right. But at the end of the day, I know that, I have been living an achievement-based life because of her. And it's not on, until recently, this past Thanksgiving, right. when I told you yes. this whole thing happened and she was like, well, because I basically, like, she she showed me that she was immimmature. Mm-hmm. You know, so, which our mothers do. Yes. 
and and that's when I realized, oh, there's never gonna be enough. I do, and you're never gonna understand that this is cool. But what what I do have from my mom is the the respect that like I am excelling in my space. Yeah. Even though she doesn't get it. She doesn't. My mom really just can't understand. But she could still respect. That doesn't necessarily mean to not understand doesn't mean that she has to disrespect it or like not respect it. You know, like the act of disrespect is what I'm feeling bad for because (laughs) (laughs) that's rough. And me being like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Which I get, you know, but like, it's okay to need a a certain level of respect from your mother. That is, absolutely, as a 40-year-old woman almost, that is your right. 40. (laughs) You look amazing. (laughs) 39 at oldest. At oldest. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you look great. I do. I know. know, Look, I look old. Uh, (laughs) no no you look yeah I mean like truly like I think that my relationship with needing respect and understanding from my family Mm -hmm. um like that divorce have been so early in my life Mm -hmm. you don't even know like if there's a way to approach it and so, I understand. yeah, and so like, I understand and that. so like when you're t- describing it, correct. Like I, I think I understand me trying to explain it to people comes off maybe as like defensive and like blah, blah, blah. But like, it's, it's been since I was 23. Mm-hmm. And so I think, um, trying to, and the thing is I figured out how to explain it very recently mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because like it feels I mean, you are under active duress. Yeah. This woman is screaming. You know what I mean? So, like, for <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't matter if it's your mom or anyone in your life. You know what I mean? Like, it could be your boss. It could be your landlady. You could, it could be your Uber driver. Mm-hmm. Like, no one should be screaming at you. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy because I never thought of it that way. I know this is tough to unravel because you're like, you're like, well, this is what I am used to. Yeah, this is like, yeah, I never thought of it. I didn't even go there. I didn't even. I didn't go there. Like, oh, this like someone wouldn't. I mean, like, I truly, like, last week when my therapist was like, no one deserves to be yelled at like that. I was like, what? I don't think less. I mean, I truly don't think less of myself. I don't think I des. I don't. I truly don't think I deserve it. But I say this facetiously because, like, that is what happens, you know. And if I were to constantly be indignant, if I were constantly to like ask for justice and for some well, sort of justification about it, that would be a recipe <clears throat> for me to constantly be upset. And as opposed to now, where I kind of accept it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're I understand. Yeah. It, you know, it's like um it's like a 50s housewife who gets knocked That's around right. sometimes, you know what I mean? It's like what are you going to do? do? We have a Cadillac. Yeah. 
I get it. He brings home the meatloaf and I have to cook it and like exactly the way he wants. I get it. And you know what? It is, it's tough to demand that change of dynamic from an immigrant parent or a- a- anyone in your family because they ha- you have grooved in so hard and you've identified yourself within each other you know so like and that's what c- keeps the entire socio economic fucking ladder together in korea a- a- and in korean society you got it is the step by step by step you're under me yeah. i abuse you and then i abuse them and they abuse them you know like that's how it fucking works. So it is a radical thing to do to demand anything else slash better for yourself. I mean, I thought it was it ra- I thought it was radical that I wasn't affected by it. That I had made this choice. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, to simply I get hear it, it but- and not be <laughs> affected. You know what I mean? Like sure. I'll I'll put this shit on speakerphone and just drive. I'll just I'll, <laughs> like it's like fucking classical music in the background. I'll put this shit on a speaker and just like do the dishes. And my mom will just get Yeah, you've turned it into a bit. I've turned it into a bit. I've turned it into sure. literally it's the white noise of my life to be screamed yeah. at. <laughs> <laughs> like Okay. Well, I mean like truly like I, it doesn't I, I actually, it was funny because my therapist kept trying to check in and I was like, I showed her my pulse and I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> like This didn't make me upset. This didn't make me anything. I just have to acknowledge the incredulity and absurdity yeah. of it. Now, let me, I agree with everything you say. Let me just add one tiny thing though Mm -hmm. is that when you do get to the part of like whatever self-love and all of that there i think what you do come to is a fork in the road at the end of the day of the kind of passive compartmentalization of abusive behavior sure, where you stuff it down and pretend it didn't happen yeah <laughs> yeah that exact thing <laughs> that pit in your stomach that just won't go away and the the active pursuit of the self-love you will it'll it'll butt heads it, it as it as it is butting heads now yeah for you yeah so i think you're you're at a place where something's got to give clearly you know what i mean because you're bringing it up yeah you wouldn't bring it up otherwise so I, i'm i'm excited to see how this unfolds in the year of the tiger for you because <laughs> this is the year of bold moves babe you know what i mean like i think if any year was to empower you to sit in your self-love and your power and your worth, as you have done in your pilot taping that someone else has paid for. Right. I think this year, already in the first quarter, this is your energy. I think this is going to propel you towards some kind of resolution. 
I see it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, we're back with Igo. This is our newest section of the show where we discuss a, t- a period, a-, a-, a moment in the week when we were like, Igo. <laughs> uh, just a moment of complete embarrassment and regret and um, just drowning in uh, waves of shame and sorrow. <laughs> What's yours this week, Peter? Mine this week is watching uh, a Netflix miniseries called Inventing Anna. Yes. It's a Shondaland. Do you know this? Oh, I the watched Shondaland all of vehicle? it. Yes. You did? Yes. I was so fucking upset the entire time. We're not even going to talk about the accent. Just going into the 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 scoring of... The turns and the swelling of drama over no stakes. This is, they extended this story forever. They didn't even explain much of what exactly happened. What, what, what propelled her? Yes, I agree. But you know, the, yeah, the like accent. What is that, happening? Like, how is the, uh, you watched the whole I thing. I watched the whole thing. How, are, how is she retaining this guy? Okay. The lawyer. How is she retaining the other have, guy have, who's supposed to be giving her the fucking things if she's on the voice thing and. Peter, have you what? have you watched any live it, IRL footage of, of her? her? No, no. I've only read the article and seen okay. this thing. This was so a the accent- piece of shit. Uh, uh, whatever the story is, this was such a bad way to tell this. The accent is actually spot oh, on. I've heard her. I've heard yeah, her. Do it's actually accent. spot on. Yeah. It, it's, it's a bizarre yeah. accent. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just crazy to hear the whole time. Yeah. And like the whole time Shonda is like, oh, bum, 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 bum. What are you going to do? Oh, my God. I'm pregnant at the same time. I can't do another Me Too article. Like it was just so the stakes were so low and it was basically scandal. Yes. And and that she put into you know she just plugged and played the thing. It was nonsense, and, and it was so drawn out till the end. Where I'm like, who are we rooting for, and why? <laughs> why am I even interested in this thief? Like just because she was underestimated by a woman as a woman. Like there were so many themes that were they were trying to juggle, and none of them were like laid out for me enough for me to follow anything and i watched the entire thing i had to watch it till the end because i was like maybe they'll have one final episode where they'll show me something give me something so you're ashamed you're ashamed that you watched something that you thought was bad i just kept watching so i so the fact that you thought it was so bad and you watched it from top to bottom mm -hmm. why did you think it was bad because you thought the stakes were so low and yet you kept you felt yourself compelled to watch it. I just kept wanting an explanation of what was going on. They like glanced over like her father. Oh, she stole this yeah. much and her father this thing. I'm like, how did she keep these where did the money come to even spend when she was spending? Like, where's the seed money coming from? I know she tried to dupe these people with a the loan, but before that, like get me straight. <laughs> 
come on. Like, I don't understand what's she's going on. She's sponsoring checks. That's what she was. It was the oldest scam in the book. She's sponsoring checks. Yeah, I understand that. But, like, how are you... So she was, like, paying f- people with checks, but how is she getting all those hundreds that she was tipping f- with? She cashed it out. Those checks. Like, because like, you can go to a, a bank, a bank, open up a... Oh, and then just write cash? Right. Uh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. See, yeah, they, even that would have been nice. You know what I mean? Just a quick explanation of, like, what's happening? Anyway, and Anna Klumsky, yeah, the the Veep yeah. girl, no, huh? no, 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 the girl from My Girl, yeah, no, absolutely not. Okay, I have to just say here, I loved inventing Anna. <laughs> no way, are you serious? Loved it from I top to bottom. It so I loved and hated it. Oh it was God. bad, and I loved it. It was bad. I, I loved it. I loved it for the same reasons why you hated it. The stakes were so low. It made I no That's sense. Like, but here's the version of bad that I enjoy, like, is Emily and Paris. Of course. That's something that I'm like, okay, this is bad, but I'm enjoying it. This was bad, and I did not enjoy it. You didn't enjoy it, and you watched go. all of it? I had to. I had. To, I was like, what is happening? Seems like you enjoyed What's it. What's going on? Seems like you enjoyed it. I did not. <laughs> and I. This, this is why I'm ashamed of it. Because if I enjoyed it, I wouldn't even bring it up. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. It was a guilty pleasure, whatever. You know, it's how I watch Salt Lake City. It's like, yeah, it's bad, but like, it's fucking stupid. But this was, I did not, I did not enjoy it. I mean, I love a girl scammer. I love the story. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love the story, but they could have done this in three episodes. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, Why did we need just to get say, it over I with. mean, truly, you knew you were in Shondaland when... Um, a tertiary <laughs> character and her like one night stand all of a sudden had like an entire three, 30 minute episode where they were just fucking made no sense. I was like, thank God there's like, why are they showing, why are they this? showing this? But her fucking this guy, what? You know and that Shadowland. second episode was supposed to be her, um, what's her name um, from? Laverne Cox. The prison yeah. show. Yeah. It was supposed to be her character's point of view. They did 15 minutes of it and the rest of the time it was fucking the brown hair girls. Like, what, it, what are you even doing here? Why are we watching this guy take his shirt off? Why do we need to see his body? But this is- the, This isn't adding any story. No story, but this is how you know you're in Shondaland. It's just like, no. okay. I- <laughs> I can't watch Shondaland, <laughs> but just give me what she has. Give me her overall deal on Netflix. I will make you something just as good, if not a little worse than Shondaland. I was just like, okay, we're in Shondaland. That's why this like, okay, we're seeing black bodies making love. Yes, I'm a, I'm here for it. I'm here yeah. for that. I mean, but it made, just it, give it, me a it, something, a, st- a fake it did, something. It didn't enhance the story at all. It made absolutely no Nothing. sense. It was kind of like abrupt and weird. It was like, what is this? Why is Laverne Cox like all of a sudden fucking this guy? He's in love with no. her. Like, no, I didn't buy it at all. I, I, okay. So I've been obsessed with the story since it came out. I have followed every single female scammer story that's ever come out. Like, okay. I'm into it. It's like what's happening now in culture. Sure, I love a female scammer. I love a scam. I love a scam. Like anything. I do Give I, it to me. A con. A trick. <laughs> and the thing is, I will say what was disappointing about inventing Anna was that we did not get enough context about why she did this. Why her story. What was, yeah, like, because she kept lying, right? T- till the very end where she kept trying to save face, save face. And 
I just didn't understand anything more than what I started with. And the thing is, they kept trying to be like, she was so... Like what a mastermind! What a mastermind! And what a like so she a person yeah, she tricks, a person tricks some yeah. basic bitches in New exactly. York okay and that's really okay. the story is ultimately about the basic bitches that were willing to be duped they're dying sure. to be duped sure they want all be. of them yeah they, that's the story that's the New York article right it's that that people wanted to believe her so bad and want to be duped that they were will they were like she and she saw it. So that's the kind of cool, amazing thing. Then give me the mastermind. Show her, show me her doing the thing and like being two steps ahead. You want to be Queen's and, you know, Gambit like, of it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> if this is the scammer, give me the scam. Like, what were we doing? Why are we watching this fucking brown hair bitch while running around town crying about her credit card? I don't care. Oh my gosh. This is the thing. Like, she was so upset about her portrayal. And I was like, why? I, I am too. <laughs> I am too. I'm gonna sue Shondaland. <laughs> okay, it's so fun. This was I was so excited for this series because I love that article. Yes. I thought it was Obsessed. so brilliant and Obsessed. so cool. I mean, like anyway, I, the, that's my ego, and I'm done. <laughs> okay, could not disagree with you more about yeah. this. Excited, okay. excited to disagree with you about it because sure. you ha you hated it, even though you watched all of it. I hated myself. Most of all, because you couldn't stop. No, it I I could I did stop, and I went back because I was like, "There's no way that's it," and I kept which, watching. Which uh, episode did you stop at? Four. Yeah, it should have stopped at four. You're correct. It just that's what all anyway. We're not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what's your eye go of the week? My eye go of the week is very eerily similar. I. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I, it's more that I, um, I have found myself really attracted to the Marvel universe in a way that is like upsetting. Um, and I don't know why I, I really haven't examined it any more than like, like, I, I just like it, you know, like it's like very familiar. Um, no, what a stance to take. I know, I know. It's like you are so brave. <laughs> you like Marvel? No, I like. I literally. It's it's like a thing where I was disappointed in myself, like you were. In, I was like I had a stressful week, right? And I had a a lot of stuff I had to do, and um, being like the point person, a production level kind of thing, like. Because I'm also a producer. You get it? You're a creator vibe. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and <laughs> I was just like, couldn't. I watched all of the Batmans, all the Nolan. That's not Marvel. Yes. I watched all of the Nolan Batmans and uh -huh. I watched all of the Thors. <laughs> okay. Why? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why? Um, I have no... Were you procrastinating? I was procrastinating. Not really, though. It was like I was doing this in a time where, like, I could have been unwinding with anything else. But I... Was your son being fed? He was being fed. I was caring for my family as well. Girl boss vibes uh, here. Okay. <laughs> but like I was doing all the things, you know, being a faithful, devoted, all the things, you know. 
A good Christian woman. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But like, I just found myself drawn to this in a way where like, it was upsetting. Like, I couldn't, Mm. there was something about it. It was like, it was, it's exciting, but also something like, I watched all the Born Identities as well. Like, it's these, every single. All in one week? Honey, anything that was a trilogy, I watched like, (sighs) I should have been going to sleep. And instead, I was like writing emails and like all this stuff. But like, I like this is what I wanted, and it was wow. so disappointing. That's upsetting. It's upsetting. upsetting. Like I was just like, yeah. why do I need this specific type of drama? Why do I want this spe- this specific type of action? You know? And like, yeah. thing is, like, there's so many other movies and things I need to be watching, so that you know, like, I should have been watching cooking shows. I should have been yeah, procrastinating. Yeah. Instead, I was like truly trying to be. The thing about it is, all these movies also are good. So I was paying attention to them. Thor 2 is not good. No, it's not. No. But it's still it's bad. fine. <laughs> okay. It's still fine. So you're procrastinating with not garbage. That's a plus. But it was like. I wish I was procrastinating. I wish that I was just like foresight, but I was still doing things and answering emails and doing the stuff. But it was like you had it in the background, had it in the background, and also okay. watching it sometimes. Right once I finished things, yeah, it yeah. was like this is what I wanted my creative mind to rest upon. Superheroes, superheroes, Fa- fantasy. fantasy, truly garbage. It's not garbage. It's not garbage. If I was watching it for the even the second time. See, this is how, how why we're so different. Because I I think Shondaland is garbage. And you think Marvel and Nolan Batman's <laughs> Nolan Batman is good. We are opposite. Nolan Batman's are we good. Are com- Nolan Batman's are good. What was the other thing you watched? All the Thors. All the Born Identities. Okay. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. Born Identities bad. Yeah. The, but Thor won... And one, three, four are good. Right? They're really they're good. They're really good. But but also the last one is Taika Waititi. That's why. It's, it's so a good. whole shift. It's, it's, a, it's yeah. the, the part that I'm disappointed in myself is that I was leaning on this. Mm-hmm. I was leaning on this to like rest. You know what I mean? Like I was like, because uh, I, I, it wasn't like procrastination. Yeah. It was like. Well, yeah. What does that say about your brain yes. that you need high octane um, yeah. Action. <laughs> Action in the background. In the background. And it, for you to feel cool, chill. Chill. Yeah, because if you had VeggieTales in the background, you would have went through the roof. Thank you. <laughs> I go. I go. All right, guys. That's the show for this week. Thanks for listening. As always, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Goodbye.